Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Songwriters on Process podcast. My name is Benno Papari, and since 2010, I've run the Songwriters on Process website, where you can find more than 200 conversations with songwriters about the creative process. I'm not here to talk about tour stories, band drama, how a band got its name, or favorite foods. My goal is to treat songwriters as writers, plain and simple. This is an intelligent conversation about the writing process between two writers. And today's interview is with Kelsey Walden. Kelsey has a new album out called No Regular Dog. It's out August 12th on Oh Boy Records. Um, I like this conversation because my favorite ones are always when I get answers I've never heard before. And when I asked Kelsey about her writing routine, and she made it clear that she can write anywhere, inside, outside, uh, at her desk, uh, but she did say that she does like to write. She gets a lot of ideas about writing on her porch, something about looking at the outside, being outside, and that's pretty common. But when I asked her about time of day or, or time, when she gets her best writing done, she said it's the transition into the seasons, the time when we're going into fall, or the time when we're going into spring. That tends to be when she writes the most. And I've never heard that before. Um she, if you listen to the interview, she talks about why that might be. Um, she also uh, has been writing since age nine. She said her family does have uh, scraps of paper that she wrote songs on uh, back to when she was uh, only nine years old. And uh, we talked about journal writing as well. She said that she has a lot of old journals, but she has a lot of, but her family, she comes from a long line of journal writers. I think she said her grandmother was a big journal writer and they have all those old journals. And I thought, gosh, wouldn't that be great to go back through some of those for song ideas or words. And she's also a big reader as well. Again, more proof that uh, great songwriters read a lot. She's a voracious reader, loves Southern literature. But as I've always said, you don't read, you're not going to be a good writer. Uh, oh, and one more thing, the yellow legal pad. This comes up. I've heard this from uh, uh, Hayes Carl told me this, and Kelsey mentioned that Dolly Parton said this as well. Nothing like a good yellow legal pad uh, to uh, to write on. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, Walden's latest album was produced by Shooter Jennings, Grammy Award-winning artist Shooter Jennings. Uh, Jennings, of course, has worked with Brandy Carlisle, Tanya Tucker, Duff McKagan, many others. Um, and I interviewed uh, Jennings maybe five years ago on my website. So check that out on songwritersonprocess.com. It's not the podcast, just the audio, just the um, written transcript of it, but it was still a great interview. Um, so check that out there again on songwritersonprocess.com where you can find about 250 interviews with songwriters just about the songwriting process. So with that, here is my interview with Kelsey Walden. Outside of songwriting, do you do any other types of writing, whether it's journaling or anything like that? Are you strictly a songwriter? Well, um, I do journal. I used to journal quite a bit more than I do now. You know, uh, that's running in my family as well. Um, we've got like, you know, journals literally from like my great grandmother that she wrote during the great depression and wow. like, you know, like literally just keeping, uh, you know, growing up in the great depression and, and Western Kentucky, obviously. And, uh, you know, my, my great 
granny and my great granddaddy and uh, just all the journals she kept. And um, I know this maybe doesn't answer the question, but also my, but then also like, you know, her daughter, my granny, my grandmother, um, she wrote songs and uh, obviously never, you know, had a career out of it, but, you know, she has these folders of folders upon folders of just songs that she wrote. Um, and it's pretty incredible. And um, so, I mean, um, I do keep journals. I used to do it a lot more than I do now. I have to say, I just, I think I just am like, I just have a lot more responsibilities now, you know, I mean, cause I'm like doing it as, I mean, I think when I, you know, when I first started out, I mean, that's like all I did was just, uh, it's a stream of consciousness even sometimes just right down, right down. I mean, I'd get home at night and just fill up paper over paper. I mean, I have them all even here under my desk I and mean, I have so many notebooks literally just laying, nice. <laughs> laying everywhere. Um, I'm in my little office here, but yeah, there's, um, there's just, there's no telling. I was actually looking at some of these the other day from, I don't know, 12 years ago. And I was just like, damn girl, like, okay. Like you were just, you know, you're getting after it in the, in the journal there. So, um, I do journal. Um, but like I said, recently it's really been, um, you know, especially for the past couple of years and for this latest record, uh, it's just, it's been, it's been about songs. Yeah. So yeah. do you, do you go back, I guess, two part question, do you go back to you, to those journals you wrote ever and look for, uh, may not look intentionally, but maybe that brings up song ideas or maybe those of your family members um, and think about, gosh, you know, maybe that's a big, great backdrop for a song or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I have, I have before. Um, I'd, I'd really like to get, I'd really like to obtain some of my great grandmother's journals. Um, but you know, um, I don't get to talk about this a lot, but when I first moved, um, well, what got me back to Nashville and the reason why I was able to come, you know, cause it was obviously really expensive to move, you know, where, where, um, from where I came from, um, and this isn't like in my bio or anything. I actually have a songwriting degree from Belmont. <laughs> oh, no, I, did, I, I actually. So okay. maybe that's on like I hate to say it's on a Wikipedia, but I feel like I now that you mentioned that I did see that somewhere yesterday, but I forgot where it was. Yeah, well, well, I don't I don't talk about it a lot. Well, <laughs> mainly because uh, I don't know. It's just a kind of a it, it was such a different part of my life. And, and you know, I don't I don't think a piece of paper makes you a. songwriter and I would have been one anyway um you know um and but but you know I I have to say uh just talking about journals and 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 journalism um I think one of the main things I took away uh from those classes and um you know, when I first moved to Nashville, I'd, I'd never really been made, you know, by professors to kind of turn in something every week. You know, I'd never kind of, I think maybe the discipline that that taught me was, uh, I have to say like, that's probably what I took away from it. Um, you know, my professors would make me write and the stream of consciousness thing, you know, everything we could do to jog, to jog memory, to jog, uh, you know, any kind of idea. And, you know, I, I, and I never really had thought about songwriting that way up until that point. So I am, so I am thankful, uh, for kind of that, that, um, 
opening that up for me, you know, I mean, they would be like, okay, go to the coffee shop and pick up the Tennessean and, and read it and come back with a song. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, oh, like, okay, you know, um, but, you know, I, I obviously am a huge fan of so many, you know, I mean, I got all these biographies in here. I mean, I just got done reading Guy Clark's biography and, and, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really interesting to, to, you know, it's really inspiring. I think to see how, how everybody, everybody treats it. So. So I just had this interview before you with a songwriter and it dawned on me, you know, that if you ever read interviews with writers, like novelists, you know, they will always say, get your butt in the seat every day and write. Like no novelist says, yeah, you know, just do it when you feel like it. Don't rush it. Every novelist says every day you got to write, whether it's pages or, or number of words or anything for a time. But it's funny because songwriters often are, yeah, don't force it. Just do it when the when when the inspiration strikes. Um, but it sounds yeah. like you're more of the discipline type, right? Like, is it important like to kind of do something in some fashion every day, some creative outlet? Yeah, sure. Um I actually think it's a little bit of, of both. I, I wouldn't say I'm as I, I'm as disciplined as like, you know, some of these. I, I you know, I don't I don't go to an office every day and like yeah. I mean, um, obviously, you know, I'm kind of very passionate about my artist career and um you know i don't uh like i say go to the office every day and, and and write a song but but um i think it's a little bit of both i feel like we would like to think that it's as easy as that maybe when we get older but i feel like it's like i said i i feel like i just um you know writing songs for me now is very different than it was it's well it's the same but it's different it's it's different than it was, you know, maybe when I was I'm 34 now, but you know, it's different when say I was 20 years old because, you know, I didn't really have, I wasn't doing it as a career then, you know, I, I, I mean, I like now, you know, it's like I get to live my dream and, um, well survive, survive my dream. And, uh, and, uh, you know, do what I'm passionate about, but you know, that comes with more responsibility. So, so I do think sometimes to answer your question, I guess I'm saying like, you just have to be open to it, but I do think it kind of takes sitting your ass down a little bit, you know, I mean, you, you just, because like, there's so many times that I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have wrote something had I not sat down and been like, I need to write something, you know, right now. Like, I mean, I just, um, if I, if I hadn't taken days out to write, uh, because I just think there's too much, too much for me to think about these days. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like it, I, the inspiration of the muse is still there. It's not that that pure muse is still there, but I think I just have to be open to receiving it and also just sitting down and being like, I'm going to write a song <laughs> or I'm going to write something. Like, even if it's bad, you know, so um, I think it's a little bit of both because I do think, you know, things and that doesn't mean that like something wouldn't just pour out of you in five minutes. But I think you might have to sit down and get your notepad out, you know, Right. (laughs) I mean, I've had songs that I was just like, yep, that's exactly what I needed to say. And I'm not going to change it. 
And then I've had songs, you know, that I sat with for a couple months and decided something needed to come back stronger, you know, when I was ready to say that. Um, I mean, I have a song on this new record called Progress Progress Again on on No Regular Dog. And uh and I love how it turned out. And that was a song that I wrote a really long time ago. <laughs> you know, like I wrote it. Um yeah, I mean, I, I feel like a couple albums ago, like maybe two albums ago, I had wrote it. But but then during the pandemic, I opened up my journal. And that song was in there and um, just like a notebook I had of songs. And I was like, you know, I've always thought that song was really good, but it just wasn't finished yet. And I didn't know what it was. You know, I didn't know what would it but then like I was able to finish it like I don't know I was able to like write I felt like a stronger verse and a stronger like like I thought the chorus was great but I just thought the verses were kind of like like you know kind of weak and so so I rewrote it and but you know but that was just from a simple melody and chorus I had from like years ago and uh ended up putting on the record and it was like you know one of Shooter's favorite songs I mean I loved how it turned out I mean it was you know, just gorgeous. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm just saying that to tell people, you know, don't, don't lose faith in like, um, something that isn't quite there yet, you know, or whatever. So let's talk about the lyrics because, uh, songwriters tend to be very particular about this part of it. Are you a pen and paper person or a computer person when it comes to writing the lyrics down? I'm not a computer person. Not Ah, one bit. Not one bit. I type, I type it out after, I mean, usually because I have to, I mean, I have to send to my label and stuff and everybody um, and to just have it for, you know, like I'll type, I'll type it out for like, you know, when I record, if we record the songs for a record in the studio. So, you know, obviously I can have them and um, read them there. But, uh, but yeah, when I'm writing it, I love, uh, see, I got these little, uh, See, that's what I want. I want these, the visual. I got these black wing, these black wing pencils. This is my shit right here. Um, these are the Woody Guthrie ones, I think. I have a bunch of them, but I love these. I love these pencils, and I love a clean, huge sheet of paper. So I, that's what I was so, going to say. I find yeah. right some songwriters, it's got to be a certain color of ink, a certain brand of pen. <laughs> I mean, really, like the 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 descriptions I hear. I mean, I you know, I could tell you so many stories. Hayes Carl told me that he has to go to yeah. I think it's Office Depot. Yeah, even it's got to be a certain office. I it's I think it's Office Depot, and it's got to be a yellow legal pad. I think is what he told me. And I like and, yellow legal pads too. I like yeah. the legal pads as well. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm not that picky when it comes to. I would still, I would write with anything that. I mean, listen, I've had to. You know, I've written on the back of napkins. I've written on the back of, you know, or jotted something down in my phone, you know, like in, like on my notes or whatever. I mean, it just depends. I Preferably. But you preferably show me I that stack. Me. You show me those pens or those pencils. So obviously that's what you first <laughs> go for, right? Yeah, I just love those pencils. I just love, uh, I don't know. I just um, definitely a pencil over a pen, though. I you. Writing, you know, scratching things out with a pen is just is just hard. 
I just kind of want to have a little more freedom than, than, uh, you know, it's kind of like there when you, when you write with a pen, but, but I love a yellow legal pad too. I'm with, I'm with Hayes. There's something about that legal pad. Dolly Parton always said she used a yellow legal pad. So it's fascinating stuff. Um, yeah. But that's okay. So that was kind of my next question. I think for me, at least as a writer, a ritual is important, Uh, whether Mm -hmm. it's time of day, room, chair, uh, because if it's happened before in that place, then who knows, maybe it's superstition, but it might happen there again. So how important is the ritual? Do you have a favorite room, chair, time of day, things you have to have with you, whether it's a a type of drink, anything like that, to, to feel like you will have an effective writing session right um to be quite honest i obviously don't have a ritual for every day right now because i'm in the middle of an album cycle and um i'm doing a lot of work so it's like you know i never know when something's going to pop up um and and on tour it's just like that's just that's just really hard um on tour i kind of have to you know um if i have an idea just um you know, put, put the idea wherever, wherever I can. I mean, I carry a notebook on the road, but, but I feel like it's kind of hard to complete an idea. Cause I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing too many hats, um, on the road to be quite honest. Um, but you know, as far as like when I'm at my house, like if I have time to be in one place, because that's kind of really, honestly, I feel like that's, what's fruitful for me is to be in one place. Um, I've written a lot of songs on my back porch. I know that sounds very stereotypical, but uh, my little table out there, you know, just a glass of water, ice water. Um, I've written a lot of songs out there on that on that back porch. I'm pointing at it. It's right, right out my window. But, um, man, I've written songs for my album, White Noise. I wrote a lot of those songs up there at um, at a cabin up on a, Kentucky Lake. I just stayed up there for like about a week or so and wrote, I wrote, I wrote a lot of the songs from that album, um, up there. And, um, and I also wrote a lot of songs from that album at a desk by a window. And that's kind of where I am right now. So, um, I've also wrote songs in here in my little office. Um, but I feel like those are kind of my places that are comfortable, you know, um, I don't know about a certain time, you know, probably, uh, in the evening sometimes, I don't know. I feel like seasons are also very, uh, Hmm. summer is always not a good, I feel like spring and like, like coming on spring. And I feel like going into fall, those are always very like, I don't know. Something about like that transition is always very inspiring to me. Um, so, yeah, you know, I have to say, I I haven't written a new tune in a minute, to be quite honest. For a while there, I was I was really spitting them out. But um, but it's hard for me. I, I know a lot of artists feel this way. It's it's it just gets hard, like when you're kind of in the middle of a, like, you know, when you start like putting an album out, um, I think just so much stuff kind of. Um, and that's where the discipline comes in. Right. Like, because you. that's why I feel like you do have to have a little more as you like kind of get further into this because 
Because if not, like if you don't have it, it's just like you might not. I mean, you got to have time to write, you know? Yeah. That's what Uh, we do. I mean, it's not like I'm in high school anymore, just locked up in my room, just writing songs, you know? (laughs) Right, right, right. But it's funny you say that because I've heard a lot of songwriters tell me that they deliberately don't write on tour because it's, um, and so they use uh, the phrase, oh, I always, I always hear is, you know, filling the well. So the tour is the time when they deliberately, I mean, deliberately do not write so that they know that when they get off tour, like they're ready to go. Um, Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned windows and, and, and being on the porch and I, you know, I, I can't help but wonder, like, is there something about being outside when you're writing and maybe looking out on nature, um, that is a more, that can be kind of stimulating because you also mentioned seasons. And so there's gotta be something there, whether, you know, it's the leaves or the, whatever it is, but do you find that you know, being outside or being able to see the outdoors can be an effective place to write from. I think so. I think um, sometimes just the sounds of, you know, everything and the bugs and the twink, the tranquility, I think of just like, I don't know, something really just kind of like, there's some kind of clarity there. I think for me um, and just being alone and having like a focused idea I think just sometimes like the changing of things you know it's interesting you talk about like going on tour and like that's the filling up of the well it's like maybe maybe that's what it is for me with like some of these different you know parts of the year it's like it's like you live through this whole you know thing and then you're kind of like okay now I stop and now I have time to time to write about it um but I honestly think I could be I think I could be probably more disciplined about that throughout the year. If I, uh, I probably think I could, and I probably think I should. A lot of songwriters have told me, and maybe this is just because people have been in the house for, you know, for a long period of time that they get song ideas doing mundane activity activities, uh, gardening, uh, washing dishes, folding clothes that I've, I heard, in fact, Emily, Emily Scott Robinson, she told me vacuuming. Uh, so, (laughs) right. Um, and I've heard that a few times. So those, yeah, driving, I've heard. So let's maybe, let's maybe separate those. Any, do you get song ideas around the house when you're doing those things that require little, if any brain power? Um, I do all the time. And that's, that's like part of my, I think that really has a lot to do with why maybe, you know, you mentioned the window and nature and, uh, um, I think everything that I enjoy to do, um, you know, I have, I have a big old lush garden out there, um, which gets, you know, I've grown something every year for as long as I can remember. Um, and obviously, you know, I come from a family of farmers and whatnot, but, um, but yeah, you know, I always say those, those types of things, you know, and, and we got the chickens out here and everything. I, I love all that. All that stuff helps me. It helps me write songs, you know, I mean, it helps me like be, feel like a normal person. feel like I can have, you know, I, I think especially like during the pandemic, it's like, 
life slowed down a lot, you know, and like, I really needed that, you know, um, slow living, just like living in life, like not just on the road, like living, like within, you know, living, living, living in life, you know, I mean, I guess the road is life, but it's, but it's, I don't know, it's a different kind of life, you know, you're not really, you know, you, I don't know, I feel like maybe you, you miss so much of what happens, you know, like at home or anything like that. So, uh, so I do think those things, yeah. I mean, driving, driving, I have, uh, like the song Tall and Mighty, um, that song came to me, most of that song came to me while, while driving. Um, I've been thinking about it though for a while. See, that's the thing. It's like, if I'm really in an inspired place, I can be thinking about sometimes like a hook or a line or a phrase. Like I'll think about it sometimes I might chew on it for like days, you know, I might just be like, while I'm gardening, while I'm doing whatever, you know, while I'm driving. And then it's like, finally, it's like it marinates and marinates and marinates. And then it's just like, boom, like it just falls out. And, you know, even from the youngest, you know, my youngest days, you know, I started probably writing songs. Um, I don't know. We have we have some pieces of paper that say like Kelsey age nine, like verse and chorus, you know, songs. I don't know how I knew how to divide anything into a verse and chorus at that age, but I did. And um and then probably about like 12 or so when I started playing guitar, that's when I started writing songs, uh, you know, or attempting to. So, you know, and then back home, it was like, I don't know, that's kind of all. There wasn't a lot to do. So I just feel like I was like really hyper focused on that, you know. Yeah. So how important is do you do you I, do you do a lot of reading on the side? Uh, and if you do, what do you like to what do you like to read? Um, I actually love to read and I feel like I'm going to say what a lot of other people say. I know some people actually, um, do read. I feel like I have so many books, um, that I wish I read more. I mean, some of them I have read, um, but that's another thing I think that takes discipline, you know, it's gosh, I mean, at the end of the night now, you know, it's just like, I'm usually exhausted. So I just go to bed, but, um, but I do read and I love to read. Um, and I mean, ever since I was a kid, that was a big, uh, you know, I think that was also just like kind of why I even had a standard in my head. I think of like good lyrics and, and, and stuff like that, you know, and, and also like discovering people like Towns Van Zandt and John Prine when I was in high school and, um, Nancy Griffith and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah. I love, um, I mean, Guy Clark's, uh, biography was just incredible. Um, it was written by Tamara Salviano. It was gorgeous. Uh, it was gorgeous. Um, and very inspiring. So I love that. Um, one of my favorite authors, um, from Kentucky is also a guy named Silas house. I think he's wonderful. Um, <clears throat> I just read his book Southernmost. Um, <clears throat> I've got Marissa Moss's book here, her country. I'm still wanting to read it. She sent it to me. Um, but I do read. I don't read as much as I'd like to, but, but I love, um, I do, I feel a lot better when I do read. So. Well, I noticed that, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that those songwriters who do a lot of reading typically write better lyrics. I mean, I'm, I know yeah. there are exceptions to that, but it's, and that's not really a, I don't think that's very difficult 
concept to grasp. I mean, if you, if you read language, you're going to write better words. For sure. Um, Yeah. So do you find that as, I mean, as you're reading those authors, you know, uh, is it, it not, you know, there's certainly the level of just it washing over you, but is there an awareness as you're reading of, oh, that's great writing. That sounds good. And I guess the impact that has on your songwriting. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's a mixture of that. It was always a mixture of reading great writing, but also um, falling in love with, you know, um, great songwriters at a young age because, you know, um, that was kind of my standard. You know, when I heard someone like John Prine when I was like 16, I, uh, I don't know. I kind of knew and I fell in love with like, you know, even like Bob Dylan when I was like, I mean, one of the first songs I ever wrote was literally like a rip off of a Bob Dylan song because I was trying to figure it out. You know, I, I honestly, I have a lot of people that have told me that like about themselves, um, songwriters. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think just, you know, listening to people like that and like Woody Guthrie and, you know, just, just stuff that, uh, even just like old mountain music that I loved and you know, the, the simplicity, but, but the complexity, you know, of those lyrics. Um, I just, yeah, I think all that really set a standard for me. It reminds me Correct. of what Ernest Hemingway once said, all writers should go to art galleries. And his, his yes. whole thing was like, get outside of your, don't oh, just, absolutely. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you'll, you'll be inspired <laughs> by other types of artistic you know, of, of other types of art, not just the art that you dabble in. Yeah. And I took, you know, when I was in community college, um, and this was years ago, over a decade ago now, but, um, I still have all my poetry books. I took, I took, I took poetry class and, um, you know, where we just, where we just wrote poems and, um, it was wonderful. I mean, I, I loved it. I, I wish I wrote more just strictly poems now. I mean, maybe I do in song form, but, but, uh, but that was um, something I really, really enjoyed, you know, in English and all that was always like, those were kind of my subjects, you know, um, for sure. I mean, I, even at a young age, I'd read like all the kind of like big, you know, um, I don't know, like all the books I feel like that you should read, like, you know, yeah. when you're like a kid, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely read them. Like, that's what I was doing. Um just like a nerd. Like I was in there on the, on the couch waiting for my mom to come pick me up. Just, uh, you know, I had, I had very high accelerated reader points as a child. So, um, proud to say, but, um, but yeah. Um, and my poetry class, you know, it's just like, that's where I learned about, um, you know, just a lot of poets I love, like, uh, um, like Lucille Clifton and, and, you know, Mary Oliver. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's just, uh, there's so many, there's so many that, that I love. I, I wish that that was a sentiment shared among songwriters. I could honestly, I mean, I've interviewed, like I said, over 200 at this point, I could probably count on two hands, number of songwriters who tell me they read poetry ever. And I just, it, it always amazes me because I, you know, I'm, this is not a debate about whether lyrics or poetry, because that's <laughs> all together, but of course, of course. so few of them read poetry. I mean, so few. 
And I think I know that you may not lyrics may not be poems, but still poetry is about how language sounds. How could you not, you know, how could that possibly not help you to see poems on the page, listen to how the words sound and think, wow, the that, rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't get it. It's, it's, well, I mean, it's the, the rhythm. I mean, I know that for me, that was that really clicked for me, especially in songwriting was like the rhythm between poetry and, and songwriting. And I think that's why I loved um, a lot of songwriters. I loved because I felt like they were poets. I mean, honestly, like you could take away the music and it was just like straight poetry. Um so, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I love I love poetry. And I feel like every time, you know, I have Johnny Cash's book, too, like his book of poems. And, and um, it's just really inspiring. This interview has actually really inspired me to get out all my poetry books again. And that's it for the latest episode of Songwriters on Process. Don't forget, you can find all of my interviews with over 200 songwriters on my Songwriters on Process website at songwritersonprocess.com, going all the way back to 2010. You can read them, watch them, or listen to them. So until next time, thanks for listening.